Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and today um, I'm gonna kick it with uh, Tyree in my own way. Um, yeah, we have uh, a, uh, he's a host of the, the show, Kicking It With Tyree. He owns his own uh, media production company. It's called Pope Enterprises. His latest episode was with Great Genius. Go check that out. I will provide a link. Yeah, sure do. So, Tyree Pope, everybody. How you guys doing? Dude, uh, how was your day today? Good, good, how are you doing? Good, I can see you're thirsty. You broke the juice open before we even started. <laughs> Anyone who knows me know I drink tequila only. Yeah. Mostly. What do you like about tequila? Because uh, I don't, it doesn't appeal to me. Something about it, like two shots of it, literally, this makes me feel like refreshed for some reason. Like like, I'll take two shots of tequila, and I'm like, wow. I'm ready to like go out or something like that. I'm yeah. just yeah. gonna say, cause two shots of tequila get me uh, bumping into walls and shit. <laughs> but I mean, it is good for like, um, tequila's fun when you're like really trying to go out. Like if you're going on like a bar crawl or something like that, like a te uh, tequila is like a good vibe because it really, it kind of energizes you in, in a weird way. Like it just makes you just super like, ready to go out yeah it's not like something like wine or beer where like you're trying to like kick back tequila is where you're trying to get lit if there's like a limit or something like that i'll like get a drink and then i'll get like two shots of tequila yeah and then i'll be like i'm good after this like yeah. i don't need anything well i don't i don't uh argue the guest choice so i'm just gonna drink tequila tonight so cheers uh, all right so Tyree, I'm really excited. We finally uh, got to sit down and uh, chat a little bit. Um, yeah, I've been following. I've been following your show for quite some time. Um, and uh, fun fact, Tyree was actually a huge um, sort of uh, bit of a like a mentor for me when I was getting this show started. Um, I was struggling to sort of um, finalize my idea and just kind of get the ball rolling with the concept. I was worried about replicating your, your, your show a little bit. I remember telling you like, dude, I want to do this show, but like, I don't want to like overlap with you or anything like that. Like, what should I do? And you were all like, bro, just stay true to yourself. Don't worry about it. And it's, and honestly, like, that's really good advice because it's like by default, I mean, you and I are we're different people, you know, we have different ideas, we go in different directions with our shows, and like, um, so, I feel like, you, you watch a Kicking It With Tyree episode for a different reason than you watch uh, a Mr. Nice Guy, you know, yeah. it's like, if you're really trying to intimately get to know, like, the, you know, like, how the artists, like, came to be, and just, like, what they're, like, um, just everything that's like active in what they're like putting out, like the content and like what their like real goals are in life. You watch a Kicking with Tyree episode, but like the love and fear concept is more of just kind of like, I guess the idea is like to bring out more of like the focusing on just the humanity yeah. of 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 guests and um, in that way, like I tr I tried to like sort of spearhead my focus differently. Yeah, but digging deeper, I remember actually that conversation. I feel like there's a lot of like podcasts and stuff, but what makes it 
good or makes it great is like you. Like yeah. you putting your own individuality into your flair. It, your flair. Like it, everyone could like have a podcast talk show, but like you got to just have your own flair, like your own lane. Almost. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Lane. Yeah. Your own lane. Good term. <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I, um, I, I 100% agree. Um, I just think that really the, just the commonality is that like, um, you know, it's like, it, it's just, it's kind of just cool to just, you know, tell someone else's story, you know, and just to give them the platform. Um, I just, I, I think that it's just something that not only is it like, I mean, it helps them and it brings just, you know, you're just uplifting the community around you, but also it, it teaches you a lot about yourself. Yep. You, it, you start to find similarities in yourself with other people and you start finding out things about yourself as you keep talking to these people, you start telling, they tell your stories and then you have similar stories and you could make friends for like lifetimes and stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. You, you realize like a lot of people have similar thought processes, like when, you know, they are faced with like, um, you know, they're, they're trying to figure themselves out and they, they find some way to express themselves uniquely and, you know, that ends up becoming their story. Um, and you really see that with anybody, like not even just creatives, just people that find just their calling, you know, it's like, it's all about, you know, you kind of have to try a lot of, you kind of have to get knocked down a bunch of times and find out things aren't for you before you find something is for you. Yeah. Um, and that's like, just really cool to see how it's just a, it's a recurring thing you get when, you know, you have a bunch of different guests um, talking about how they came, you know. Yep, yep. That's that's one of my favorite things about it. Is at the same time you get to learn things about yourself because you meet these people and you might have never talked to them ever before. They might seem like a shy person. You might not be as talkative that day. Yeah. And it kind of like breaks you. It broke me out of my shell. I feel like a lot. And like I'm way more talkative than I was before. I was a talkative person, but like I was. It depends on who it was. Yeah. It'd be like, oh yeah, my friends. I talk to them, but like I'd be in my show with everybody else. Right. Now, I feel like I can talk to anyone because I've talked to so many. Ex people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Initially, you think you're gonna. You have such a like specific idea of like who you know this show is for and like who like you're mm -hmm. you know you're kind of targeting on, on like the topic, but. You discover like, damn, I I can talk to, you know. I want to talk to more YouTube. people. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what that's what happened to me. I've been like, I've been so stuck like in music. I'm like, wow, I want to reach out and talk to like different people around the community, different people in different positions, stuff stuff like that. Yeah. Not just like musicians. I don't want to like keep it to that, even though it has been that for so long. Yeah. But people are used to that. I feel like I could break, kind of try and break out of that a little bit. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you just see all the potential you can make with it, but just from a on a broader scale, like uh, really, it makes you want to do a, a shit ton more episodes too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I like I'm cramming like four or five episodes in a week now, and like um, initially that like from four months ago, I was like, you know, I'm gonna do one a week. I'm gonna play it safe. I'm just gonna, that's a good way to start. It's really hard to do one a week. Like, no. <laughs> it's almost, oh my God, bro. It like, gives you way too much, just like, 
time. time. Yeah. And it like ends up being two months later and then you did that episode so long ago. And you're like, wow, I don't remember even talking about this. Yeah. And you like, things start coming up. And that's, I feel like that's a challenge I've had. Cause I've always wanted to just do it like one a week, one a week. But then I started to get like, wow, I could do like multiple a week. I did that. Thing is, everything with kicking in with Tyra has just been trial and error. And I've just been trying different things out, like trying different methods of shooting a show yeah. until like I have the final method. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm gonna keep going through stages with the show, yeah. cause the show right now is just trial and error. It's yeah. the keep idea and I'm trying to build on it and grow it to this final form. You keep like, like sort of reinventing it, like thinking yeah. like, you know, yeah, like I've been doing this for a little while, but I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna like give people this different angle, or I'm gonna give people this different theme song, or um, yeah, I've been trying to do that too. Um, like uh, this past month, I started putting in like the the intro and outro themes, and then like I started um, doing my Instagram a little differently. Um, shout out to Shari Management because she gave me some really good tips on that, um, but. Um, yeah, I, I, like, that's something that I try to remind myself is because, like, sometimes I'll get, like, really self-conscious about, like, if I get a new idea for something to incorporate, I'm like, why didn't I think about that earlier? Like, why? Because you're too busy trying to make the show. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, shit, like, do I need to go back and redo everything and do it, just do it better next time? But, like... But no, it's just, it's, you know, you evolve and you just get new ideas and, you know, in, instead of like looking back in retrospect, like what you could have done differently, you just move forward and just yeah. do it better. Yep. And I have an example of that I, my Instagram used to be all black screen for a little bit. Yeah. Someone like texted me and they were like, why is your entire Instagram just all black screen? I was like, oh, it's just like, if you click on it, it's going to go right to it. But it was like showing my logo. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, you can just make a cover for it. And I was like, I had no idea about yeah. that <laughs> at all. I had yeah. no idea about it. You learn a lot about marketing, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I had no idea about it. I was just throwing it in there, just trying to keep on schedule. Yeah. But now I'm like, I want to, I've been wanting to be more cautious with it and like just put more effort into it. So I've been doing it less, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's, that's. So Last summer it was like six, like 50 episodes shot. So yeah. it was like, I had to like take a deep breath and like, yeah, we need to like reinvent it, mm -hmm. make it look different or something like that. Yeah, totally. It's hard when you got like 10 episodes uh, yeah. not released or something like I that. I know, yeah. Um, I've got a couple, I've got a couple I, like I'm already, like there's like two episodes of film that haven't edited it yet and I already feel so behind. Um, and I <laughs> like it's yeah it's kind of it's wild um, because like you learn so much about marketing mm -hmm. through this like you learn a lot about how like in in some ways you sort of have to be like a, a self-taught advertiser like sort of like a self-taught like um, just like, because uh, you're branding yourself, you know, yeah. you're, you're, you're trying to, in a way you are trying to sell something to people and that's just, you want people to pay attention to what you're doing and, um, you want to get the viewers, so you yeah, want to like, catch their eyes, you want to catch their eyes. Yeah, those godforsaken views, <laughs> they, 
They go up and down. <laughs> up and down, man. You gotta spend your own coin on uh, the boot, the Facebook boosting uh, on the post. And um, actually, I went to stop. I I told myself to just stop doing that. Yeah. I stopped doing that in I think September last year. Mm. I the, just, the boosting. Yeah. Stop. I was like, I'm just not gonna boost on any post on Facebook because like if. The artist isn't going to share it. It's not going to reach their exactly. atmosphere anyway. So me boosting it is just like putting money for really no reason because like yeah. the artist isn't promoting it. Right. So it's like if the artist, that's the only thing I ask from artists is just share it and share it to your yeah, audience so they can actually it. see it because mm -hmm. no one's going to come looking on my page for you. Yeah, that's so <laughs> true. That's so true, dude. I. I I like to think about there's three different audiences. There's the people that watch it because it's you, yeah. like your friends that watch it because they're fine what you do. There's the artist friends, mm -hmm. and um, like you just said, like when they share it, those are the ones that want to see, like, wow, holy shit, they want to see this. Yeah, like, he got interviewed, damn. Mm -hmm. And then this is the hardest audience to obtain. The third one is the people that don't know you. Or the artist, mm -hmm. and they're the ones that are just watching it because they stumbled across it, and they're like interested in the topic or something like that, or they want to know more about what's going on around here. So like they come across it. It's like at that point, it's like you made it. You know, mm -hmm. you made it when people are watching your show that don't know either of you. Yeah. Um, and that is sort of, I think, the goal of anyone who starts their own show is to like specifically starting a show and interviewing people like frequently, like. He's like, it's like, like a it's, long time. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna take a real long time. But at that point, it becomes more about the specific discussions you have and less about like who's hosting it or who's and, who you're having. And the way you market it. That's why I love like uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, right. Because the way he markets it is only based on the things they talk. The, the about. discussions. Yeah. yeah. Only, and he just markets it as a topic, like all. Kevin Hart, me and Kevin Hart talk about this. Yeah. Me and Hart, it, or like I, I hear that. I talk about or like um he just did a show with Neil Brennan and they talk about like uh it's like the specific topic is like why he has controversial guests on his show and stuff like that. And it's like or you search like Joe Rogan like destroys uh alt right nut job on on gay marriage or trans rights or something like that. it's like people will search those keywords mm -hmm. and they'll find that and they just want to see that happen mm -hmm. so that way it's like okay like i'm watching it because of like specifically what you're talking about rather than that it's joe rogan but i do love joe rogan for that reason sure um so i want to talk a little bit about i guess like um sort of more of the conception of kicking it with tyree like so, needless to say, you know, you love interviewing people, you love to just, you know, understand, like, artists of various kinds is just, like, by who they are. Mm -hmm. Like, how did you decide to make that into a show, and what were some of, like, the um, uh, tribulations that came with starting the show? Uh, I kind of decided, like, it was after I got my camera. So I bought my camera, I was doing photography for a little bit, and... I kind of had an idea while I was just in class. And I was just like doodling and I was like, wait, kicking it with Tyree. 
And then I kind of came up with the concept and it was just like imagined in my head. And I like saw it in my head how I wanted it to be. And then I just wrote down like a synopsis and who I wanted to be on. And I'd say most of the people who I wrote down ended up being on the show, which is kind of, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Even if it was like a year later, they still ended up being on the show. Mm -hmm. And we shot it like the next week. Uh, me, my friend Lexi, she was a big part of the like start of the show. Her name's Lexi uh, Wright. Big Shout part. out Lexi Wright. I don't know you. Cause she was behind the camera <laughs> all the time. Like yeah. she was a huge part of the beginning. Uh, Keenan Butler, Justin, they're a huge part of the beginning of the shows. And we just started f filming as much as we could. We filmed probably the first session, we filmed one. Then the next one we filmed four. And then it just started like increasing as we go. Who's your very first guest? His name is Drew Dini, but in that his episode never released. Oh wow! Because <laughs> it was in the basement of my house. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was just like this literally basement of my house, yeah. and I was I was like I can't hear anything because it, it kept echoing everywhere, mm -hmm. and we didn't have a mic either, yeah. so that was kind of bad. So we just didn't release it. It's still on my computer. We just never released it, but we're gonna reshoot it and then. It's, the technical first one we shot in the studio was, his name was Bentley920. He manages uh, Brian, uh, BG Good. Oh, yeah, shout out BG Good. Shout out BG Good. Just had him on the show like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, cool, yeah, sure. So he was the first episode we shot and kind of just went from there. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I mean, and I see you grinding really hard. I always like look forward to like who you finally got in, in like one place and just you know got them to sit down for an interview because like it can be you find it tough. it can be yeah it can be it can be hard to like coordinate um especially when you know you have your own like obligations they have their own and yeah like coordinating this stuff it can be tough um but it feels really good when like someone prioritizes it enough to like be like, yeah, let's do it. I got it in my calendar, you know? And so now, where do you film it, like, exclusively? Um, I I normally, I'll travel around people, but if it's a studio, I'll try and film it at High Five Studios, where we're at right now. Yeah, High Five Studio. <laughs> High Five. Yeah, for making both of our shows alive. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't have filmed a lot of episodes if it wasn't for Ryan and High Five, so I'm pretty thankful for them. Yeah. Ditto. They're always helpful and always willing to help. Yeah, that actually, it's funny because like I also when I pitched the idea to Ryan, he was like, "So you you want to be careful because like I don't want you to like so I know Tyree does the interviews so like just be careful that like you're not uh, overstepping like your toes because that's kind of his thing and I'm like hey and that that put that in my mind that like I got to really make this like unique, um, yeah so. Hey man, I, I want you. To, I want people to do it like. And you, yeah, and you too. You yeah, too. I don't. It's I don't not a competition. People, yeah, I don't want people to be like, no, I don't want to do an interview show because Tyree does it. No, yeah. I want you to go out there and interview people too because it's not a one person thing. Like everyone can do it. Like, right. It's maybe you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone can do it. And even if someone had the exact same idea as me and did the show like in the exact same way, it would still be different because mm -hmm. there's a different host and the host is like sort of 
the demeanor of the show, if you would. Um, so, um, so like, did you, so like now, and now it's like when you first start a show, it's like, it's honestly like you're signing up for a, for like a job almost where it's like, okay, there's no turning back. Like now I'm obligated to do this. Now people, this is what's expected of me. You know, did you ever experience like doubt about it or? Yeah. Yeah. I've experienced doubt. Like I stopped, I'd say when I was first doing it right around like May, I just completely stopped. But I had like episodes, but I was just like, I don't know if I really want to do this or not anymore. So I like just released and released them. They weren't getting as much attention as like the earlier ones. Yeah. Cause we weren't doing like, I really wasn't in them anymore. And then we weren't doing as much skits. Mm-hmm. So what really ended up having to happen is I had to up like the quality to really like get people's attention and like get them to watch. And then I dropped the stacks, paper stacks episode. Now it's probably the highest quality one I had to that date. People like really caught attention to it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, I should probably keep, keep this up and keep doing it in the way that I was yeah. doing it. So I just kept doing that. I did that for like the last year pretty much. And now I'm at that point again where I'm like, I want to switch it up again. Yeah. And I want to figure out a way to recatch people's attention with right. a new format or a new form of doing a show. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> um, when I'm like a year down the road, like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, and I know that that's just kind of generally like um, that comes goes along with the whole concept. You know, when you're doing something, you know, you're, you're constantly self-critical and you're constantly thinking about like, yeah, how can I consistently innovate this to keep people keep bringing new people in? Mm-hmm. Um, so all about evolving the show. That's that's always been my number one thing. Is like always like pushing to evolve the show and taking other people's like advice. Mm-hmm. Like, people always tell me why am I not in it, and like I take that into account. Like, maybe how can I incorporate myself in it without like being a distraction at yeah. the same time? Right. And that was the one thing I didn't want to be a distraction to the show, because the show is kicking in with Tyree, but the the main focus is the artist. Yeah. So it's like exactly. That's why I tried to always stay out of it. But have you had people say no to an interview? Have I, I've never had anyone like explicitly say no, but they've definitely like not done it. Like they were like, yeah, let's do it, blah, blah, blah. And then we get there, or we get out there and they're just like not responding or they'll be like, oh yeah, I'm somewhere. I'm like out yeah, of town. Not prioritizing yeah. it. Oh, sure. I'm out of town. I forgot type shit. Yeah. So that's pretty much how it goes. Like they won't like say no to like keep the option open if they really want to, but. Yeah. I've had a couple people that have been like sort of just anxious about being in front of camera and like just not it's just not really their medium to be like in front of um, which I respect some people just don't like doing that so um, yeah like I mean generally like I've had some people that have been like you know this isn't really for me um, you know I don't really think like you know 
I, or I'm just like I have anxious anxiety or something like that about that, which you know is fine. But mm-hmm. the worst is when you like ask somebody, and yeah, like they just either don't respond, or they initially respond but then don't keep responding, yeah. and then it's like okay, like what? just let me know what's <laughs> up. <laughs> just let me know yes or no, and then I'll keep moving. Yeah, I know that you don't want to do that, and. That's what I understand. Yeah, exactly. There are some people who are just like, I've been like, if you ever want to do one, blah, blah, blah we can do it. And they're just like, I don't do interviews, blah, blah and that's it. And we're, yeah. we're yeah. still friends. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, you yeah. Interview with me. You're not going to take it like personal. <laughs> yeah, totally. So uh, just name a moment or like, um, one of just like the most impactful moments you've had for yourself. Um, you know, with like throughout the show, like what's a really impactful moment that really just affected you and just made you like really feel good about, you know, what you were doing? Um, I threw like a one year anniversary for the show, like here at High Five and kind of like seeing who all came out and like how many people were there. I wasn't expecting, I was expecting it to just be everyone who was at High Five at the time, just chilling, drinking. And then a lot more people turned out, and I was because I literally said it at like noon that day. So yeah, I'm not expecting anyone. To right. Yeah. So that was kind of like a realization that my show was like connecting with people, and I had a connection with the like building the community around my show, and that's something I always wanted to do. So that was like a moment that was impactful, and it made me want to be better. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it also started making me want to criticize it more yeah so it's yeah like, <laughs> right right yeah. <laughs> so it totally. also made me start criticizing it more so it's like that's right now. and i don't know another moment is just i was at a show like a like a uh this is a small like show and then dude was rapping and he was like, oh shit, that's Tyree. And I was like, wow, you, you know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. That's hilarious. Yeah. My roommate was there and he was like, what? Yeah. He like looked at me and he was like, what just happened? And that's an amazing feeling. Well, like when people cool. recognize you for your craft, uh, people that don't even... It's like when someone knows you, but you don't know them, it's like, wow, shit. I'm like I'm I matter enough, you know, for people to notice. Like, um, yeah, this was a couple weeks ago. And I covered a show um, for Breaking and Entering, and then um, interviewed the band. And then after the after the band, like after the interview is done, uh, one of the guys like in the in the band like was like, "So Ben, uh, how can I get on a, a Mr. Nice Guy <laughs> podcast?" And I'm like, it just like made me feel so good like it just made me feel really happy that like you know it's something that you know if someone sees my show and they say they think like this would like you know this actually matters to the community and like i want that then like i don't think of it as like 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 i'm, I'm not someone who's like selective about like who i interview like i'll interview pretty much anyone who wants to have a show but like um for someone that like you know is actively involved in the creative community to like actively also want you know th- like uh, this platform, then like it, it's just you know it really is, it heartens you you know it, it just makes you feel like um, 
just super like uh, optimistic yeah. and just um, it just gives you sort of that like reassurance that like you know people actually care. Yeah. Yeah. The thing about like I at first I interviewed everyone. Like I still will interview everyone, but I think I've just become more selective the more I've done it, and the more like. I want to like continue to increase quality. Right. Yeah. I want to make sure you're serious about it. And I want to make sure I hear your music. I want to make sure like we have this like connect. Like I can connect on a level with hearing your music. A lot of people would just be like, "Hey, can I get an interview?" Yeah. And I'd be like, "Yeah," but like, it's not like a selection process. But like, I want you to send me your catalog first. Send me your videos. Send me this so I can get a feel on who you are and like, mm-hmm. so I can have yeah. a feel when I come into the interview and I'm not just coming into the interview blindly. Right. You know, right, that's right, the one yeah. thing like I, I feel like I've came into interviews blindly because I couldn't find any music on people sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, that's all I want now. And I, that's the only thing that makes me selective because it's, if I listen to your music, I don't vibe with it. Mm-hmm. There's a chance I won't interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not like, like if you suck, <laughs> forget about it. If I'm like, wow. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. Right. Yeah. I think that um, I'm still kind of in the phases of like um, or like I'm still like like uh, I'm since it's still like the first couple months, like I've I've been focusing a lot mm-hmm. on like um. You know, doing episodes with my friends or people that I know really well, like sort of that low-hanging fruit of like people I already know personally, and I'm like, okay, let's like, yeah, like you're entitled to a show because you know I know you and like I support you, but eventually, like, I definitely like want to get to that point where like I'm interviewing more people that don't that I don't know as personally that like I kind of have to put myself out there more in order to like, um, like in order to uh, secure something with them and, and and bring that to fruition. But um, if I really want to interview you, I'm definitely gonna contact you. Yeah. It's, that's why I always be like, hey, let me find you and then send me your music. And then I'm def- I scroll through all my messages and I listen to it. And I might not respond to you, but like I'm definitely clicking on your music and listen to it right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put it in my file and then I'm gonna remember later down when I'm doing interviews that you sent me your music. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I do a bunch in a day. I'll just do it like every day. I'll do like nine hours straight, and I'll just be in. I'll just be in high five from like noon to like nine p.m. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, people, there's people here around the clock, so it's like you'll always have company, um, which is nice. Um, so, on the side, so I know you like have Pope Enterprises that you also, you know, just kind of like. Uh, have for yourself so like uh besides the podcast what are you also like allocating your time for and like because i know you do like media production too yeah um right now is this what i've been in school for a little bit so i've just been focusing on school and then i really want to get into like different aspects of media so i want to do like tv shows and like movies films stuff like that so I've been focusing on like ideas for that Mm -hmm. so just trying to figure out what works and what I think will work and trying to get into those platforms yeah trying to find out what the best method is and stuff like that because with those that stuff you can make 
the best movie, but you don't know the people to get that movie out, you you might not ever see a lot of day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. so so what do you feel like makes I mean, and this is subjective because it's like we're in Milwaukee and this is like, you know, where we live and mm-hmm. we obviously have to work with our surroundings. Like what do you feel is great about Milwaukee and its scene that enables you to um, flourish with your show and like with what you're doing? Um, it's what's great is that people don't really know Milwaukee, and no one they've heard of Milwaukee. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, the Brewers are the Bucks." Beer, beer, yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys got cows, stuff like right? that. Right. <laughs> you guys all farm cranberries <laughs> for a living. But like, it's just, we're the unknown. And like, seeing it from where it was when I was a freshman in college to where it is right now, it's kind of like amazing to me because at first it was kind of like this underground like community, the hip hop scene, music scene. And now like, there's bigger concerts, there's award shows, there's stuff like actually celebrating the music creative community four years later. And you see it like building and building on top of itself. And I feel like it's just building itself and it allows shows like us to flourish because the community is gonna build no matter what because the artists are working and trying to build their own careers anyway. So like we just come in to help them. Yeah, We're just to help them along the way. Make it easier for those that are watching from the outside to be like, oh shit, this is happening right down the street from me. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that guy before. I didn't know he made music, stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's a lot of, they like, oh, I should go listen to his music or yeah. something like that. Or that's why I started doing like live, like video of like concerts and stuff. Because yeah. you can see them in the interview, but once you hear their song, and they're like, oh, that's actually pretty catchy. I'm it's go transformative. Yeah. It's kind of different than just like recap videos and stuff like that. Because hearing it, seeing their actual energy is like, way different yeah absolutely um you ever get like uh you ever get nervous around guests at all it uh i don't remember the last time i was nervous but i've been nervous around people but i don't i've never been nervous like once we get to that point and i start the camera i don't think i'm nervous anymore and then yeah same yeah, it's like adrenaline, like building up to it, and then yeah. you start. You know, are they gonna talk? Yeah. Are they gonna actually answer yeah. my questions? Yeah, it's gonna be a seven-minute interview. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> right. Once I like have that, um, it's like once you have that, like the conversation gets going, and you mm. sort of find like your page with your guests, then it's it's a lot less like ambiguity over like where the interview is going to go it, you, it becomes a lot more like like it's like th- there's some guests that you can answer you, you can ask them a really vague or otherwise very loaded question and they can have a ton of fun with it and just go off on yeah. a tangent and it'd be like 15 minutes right we're still on a second question yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then there's some people that struggle like get stumped on it and are like I don't know how to answer that yeah and that's where it's that puts more like that's where like you know that brings out the skill of yourself as an interviewer it's like you kind of have to like uh re regroup on your approach to like how you're talking to them and the questions you're asking in order to like sort of just gauge where they are with like 
that like social ability like in front of a camera. Yeah, a lot of people aren't comfortable in front of a camera and they've never been interviewed before. So when they've never been interviewed before, they don't know how to take it. And like, they're not like freaking record label artists. They're not yeah. media trained. They're not gonna be media trained by like PR or right. anything. So you gotta understand that it'll come with, you'll have episodes that are 12 minutes, have episodes that might be out and a half, like, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what are some of like, um, you know, your personal goals for the show, like moving forward for the rest of 2019, like where do you really want to take this? I, I want it to be, I want to develop it into almost a late night talk show. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be relatable to like, um, Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon or any of the late night talk shows that you'll see. Yeah. Cause I've always wanted to be incorporated in it somehow, mm -hmm. some way. And I always wanted to like be able to build a brand like them. And I know that takes a lot of time. It takes like, I've always wanted to just build a set and yeah. just have it be that every time. It's just getting to that point. And with school and everything, it's just always been easier for me to just be out of it. Yeah. Cause then I don't have to worry about like, going behind the camera, when the camera's gonna stop, stuff yeah. like that. And that's always just made it easier for me to just be behind. Even though I started off in the beginning as like, in front of the camera, cause I had Lexi, shout out Lexi, or Keenan behind <laughs> yeah, the camera, yeah. like focusing on it. So it always made it easier, but I wanna incorporate myself back into it again, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, something that really inspires me a lot in like, sort of like my process with like doing the interviews is like how I'm always kind of preoccupied with the questions that the interviewer isn't asking. Mm. Like when I, like when you really want to like find more about something else, like yeah. that's not, that just an artist isn't really um, like uh, focusing on or just the, they're in the cause it's like the interviewer guides the interview. And yeah. like, if they're not really asking questions like that or in your like, um, direction of interest, then it, it kind of inspires you to be like, well, I want to ask the questions people aren't asking. Mm -hmm. um, All right, Tyree. Good. Hey, what keeps you up at night, Tyree? Um, life, honestly. In, life. in work, this show. Yeah, <laughs> dude, thinking about like shit. I'm not working hard enough. I got, <laughs> I got all these episodes. I still need to do. <laughs> um, yeah. What uh, puts you to sleep? Um, can I say this? Uh, weed. I yeah, of course. Dude, people have smoked <laughs> weed on the show, really? actually. Yeah, I've uh, had a couple. Actually, like, the last couple episodes, I recently, like, allowed to, like, smoke weed. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been just fun. Yeah, but, man, I'm an insomniac, so without weed, I'll be up until, like, 4 a.m. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, I have class in three hours. Yeah. <laughs> dude, um... Yeah, uh, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. When, uh, when am I getting my kicking with Tyree episode? I'm trying soon, to get on. You know, soon. We got to get all these ones out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But um, that's the dream. Episode for an episode. Um, all right, well, be sure to tune in. Kicking it with Tyree, uh, Pope Enterprises. Um, you can find his pages. I will, I will uh, post a link to those. 
Um, but a uh, really dope interviewer. He really, really like emphasizes the artist as a person and how they came to be and what their goals are. And, uh, you know, he, he's uh, deserving of uh, respect for what he does. So go watch um, it. There's like 50 episodes. Literally just go search Kicking In With Tyree on yep. anywhere. Yeah, exactly. All right. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We'll see you next time. Peace, Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy.